a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I have some ice cream. I have some ice cream. I have some ice cream. And I'm gonna eat it all. I'm gonna eat it all. It's 10 p.m. Ready? Yeah. Ice cream conversation. Sally, call us back at it again. 10 p.m. on Friday nights is a win. They flipping again. It should be a sin to be this entertaining. It's a breeze like the wind. Got the entertainment report so you know what's happening. Join the chat room with all of our friends. Call and participate and just choose to listen. I guarantee you'll have fun like your sin. If you hip hop and literate, this show is the sun. Since it's a get tackled too, but it's a whole lot of fun. Any show that's above it, I can say none. On Blog Talk Radio, Extreme Combo's the one. Welcome to Ice Cream Conversations, where we serve delicious scoops of entertainment every Friday night right here on Block Talk Radio. I am your host, Zaviera. And I'm your co-host, Carla. And as always, we thank you for joining us on this lovely Friday evening, depending on where you are. Either you are chillaxing like myself, sipping on a glass of wine, like Olivia Pope oh. in the struggle because Fitz done decided oh. to stay with his wife, or you're <laughs> digging yourself out of a pile of snow. It just depends on wherever you are. But yes. Huge <laughs> Wow. Oh, but either wow. way, we're glad that you're here with us. You're always welcome to be a part of the show. All you have to do is give us a call, eight five eight three five seven nine one one seven. You can hop up in our chat room, which is always on and popping with the usual suspects. Shout out to our girl Nikki Nicole checking in from Japan. And um Yeah, shout out to Nikki Nicole. And you can also hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ice cream convos. You can hit us up on Twitter using hashtag ice cream convos. Or you can just call me. It don't matter. You know, I ain't going to answer. I'm on the air, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so I'm very excited because tonight we are welcoming Winter Ramos from Love and Hip Hop Season 3. Mm-hmm. is back in New York. It's on and popping. We got yes. drinks flying. Yes. We got dudes on drugs. We got 
white hey. people hollering out that they privilege. There's a whole lot of stuff going on <laughs> up in New York. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. Yes, it is, Earl. Yeah, so oh, it's a whole lot popping up, or you know, up there in, in the NY. But um, of course, we're going to welcome the beautiful and lovely Winter Ramos with us tonight. We're going to talk about her new book that she has coming out. We're going to talk about the show, and hopefully, we can get her to spill some tea. Cause see, she a girl after my own heart. Cause she got a spunky attitude, and she say exactly what's on her mind. So you All know, right, I can man. definitely rock with that. Um, as always, right. we have a bunch of entertainment news. Lord, somebody done got acquitted. Mm, mm, oh, mm. Yeah, so somebody done got acquitted. We got some people dropping new music. Um, it's just a whole lot of stuff going on. And then, you know, Carla, now I don't know too much about it, and um, but I told you about it a little earlier, and I know that you did some research on it. We're going to talk about your boy out in L.A. that got <laughs> the Los Angeles Police Department uh, pissing on themselves. <laughs> And got him with a severe well, case of bubble guts. <laughs> Look, he got the wow. LAPD with bubble guts. So we're going to yeah. get into that um, drama. But, you know, we're just going to have a great show as always. The shenanigans oh, yeah. are now underway. Um, like right. I said, it's thanks for joining us. We're going to get it popping. Carla, I got some new music for you. Hey, uh, what you got? You got I got it. some new Drake. I know you got that fire. Got that I got fire. some Drake. I got okay. some new Big Sean's. Okay. So you you know people from the hood be putting S's on things that don't even need an S. I got some new big Sean's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I say let's go ahead and jump into this new Drake record that I am not really impressed with. I don't know if I'm just being too hard on Drake. So I'm gonna play it for you all. You guys let me know if I'm just being hard on a brother or if the record is dope. I just don't know. Whatever room I'm calling from. This is started from the bottom, your boy Drizzy. Started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here Started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here Nigga, started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now my whole team here Nigga, started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now the whole team fucking here I done kept it real from the jump Living at my mama house, we'd argue every month, nigga I was trying to get it on my own Working all night, traffic on the way home And my uncle calling me like, where you at? I gave you the keys, so you bring it right back, nigga I just think it's funny how it goes Now I'm on the road, half a million for a show And we started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here Started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here, nigga. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here, nigga. Boys tell stories about the man. Say I never struggled, wasn't hungry, yeah, I got it, nigga. I can turn your boys to the man. There ain't really much out here that's popping up without us, nigga. We just want the credit where it's due. I'ma worry about me, give a fuck about you, nigga Just as a reminder to myself I wear every single chain, even when I'm in the house Cause we started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here Started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here, nigga No new niggas, nigga, we don't feel that Fuck a fake friend, where your real friends at 
much explaining Story stay the same, I never changed it No new niggas, nigga, we don't feel that Fuck a fake friend, where your real friends at? We don't like to do too much explaining Story stay the same through the money and the fame Cause we started from the bottom, now we here Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here Started from the bottom, now we here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here Nigga, started from the bottom, now we here Started from the bottom, now my whole team here Nigga, started from the bottom, now we here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here Nigga Alright, what's going on, y'all? It's yours truly, Hassan Johnson, and y'all need to get like me. And on Friday, I'm getting with the Ice Cream Conversation Girls, Zavi and Carla. Get a scoop, baby. Alright, what did you think of the record? Was I being too hard on him, or does that sound like a lead single to his third album to you? Nah, it definitely don't sound like no lead single, but... You might have been a little hard. I mean, I thought the I, I thought the track was alright, but for, for him, I expect a lot better. I might have to hear it more too. But from that, that first listen, nah, definitely not a hit single. I hope okay. not. I hope that's not the first thing that's coming off. That's the first thing off the new album. Or as I would always say, he gonna need a dope video for that one. <laughs> yeah, for real. You gonna need nah. unicorns and butterflies for that one. <laughs> Unicorn mm. dope. Yeah, unicorns and butterflies for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the biggest news story in the USA right now, I may be wrong, but I feel like I'm right, is the story of a former Los Angeles Police Department officer by the name of Christopher Doiner. Now, Christopher Doiner was with the LAPD, but he felt like he was unjustly terminated. Um, Basically... From the information that I gathered, he was working there. He saw one of his superiors. Um, Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Carla, because I know you know more about this than I do, but he saw one of his superiors basically abusing a suspect that was – was he special needs? I believe he was like special needs. Yeah, well, schizophrenic. Schizophrenic, yeah, like a mental disorder. Mm -hmm. Okay, he had a mental disorder. Um, Mm -hmm. Doiner actually saw his superior. I think he tasered the guy kicked him in his stomach, kicked him in his chest, and kicked him in his face or something like that. So what Mm -hmm. Doiner did was he went and reported it. You know, like, it personally, I mean, y'all call him a snitch, but I feel like if you see somebody on the job doing something wrong on that level, someone Mm -hmm. needs to know about it. So he went and reported it. The family of the victim backed him up until the ish hit the fan. And then basically the Mm -hmm. dad of the victim flipped and was like, who does that? Like, the police, policemen are a brotherhood. Who goes and tells on their superior? He was out of his mind. Like, who does that? Like, for real? He trying to look out for your son. But that's a whole other story. What anyway, exactly. So basically, they flipped the script on Doiner and said that he gave false testimony, and they terminated his employment. Now, he felt like he was wrongfully terminated, so he filed a lawsuit. And when he filed the lawsuit, I think it was like a multimillion-dollar lawsuit, whatever, what have you. But uh, I guess judging from the events that are taking place right about now, he didn't win the lawsuit. So no. he, he got yeah, he, he got yeah. uh, 
well, I'm, it's Black History Month, so I ain't even going to go there. I'm just going to say he got very, very angry. And what he oh. did was he sat down and he wrote a four-page letter, Aaliyah style, outlining oh. <laughs> outlining his feelings <laughs> you know. and all of the mayhem. And he basically declared jihad on the Los Angeles Police Department. Now, they call, they're calling it a manifesto. Isn't that what they're calling it, Carla? He yes, wrote this manifesto. a manifesto. Yes. Okay. He re- he wrote this manifesto, and he basically outlined um, – he called out names because he's a triple OG about it. He called out names of people he coming for on, mm-hmm. you know, in the squad. Now, here's the line of the manifesto that I was like, damn. He said – You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm just like, what? Girl. I will bring mm-hmm. unconventional – Oh, An yeah. asymmetrical warfare to those in the LAPD uniform, whether on or off duty. You will oh, now live at live the life of the prey. He declared jihad. He did. You will now Carla. Huh? They're gonna live the life of the prey. <laughs> so yeah. as yeah, of this, this moment. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Your boy Doiner is allegedly a suspect in the death of his former boss daughter. Like he went triple mm-hmm. OG out the window. Like word, you want to take my job? Well, guess what? I'm going to take your daughter and the fiance. And the fiance. And the mm-hmm. fiance was a brother. It's Black History Month. Can we please chill on yo. the black on black crime? Exactly, yo. I couldn't. It, I mean, I'm not just because he's black. I just couldn't believe, you know, that when I seen it, I was just like, wow. Like, the daughter, okay, it's bad enough the daughter, but you wiped out. The fiancé, too? Like, fiance. not saying even she should have been wiped out. It was just, it's just, the story altogether to me is just, it's two things to me. It's horrible. I feel sad. I feel horrible. And then you know me. I'm questioning a lot of things. I am, too. Um, okay. All right. So, go ahead. Because I thought, are you, you touching okay, the same th- thing Okay, number one. Okay, here I have several feelings about it, and I know some of them may not be so uh, politically correct. But number one, I kind of understand where homeboy coming from because a close friend of mine, her husband just got set up on a job, and they set him up and hit him with the okey-doke and took his job from him when he was one of the best workers there. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how that feels. To have to know you're doing the right thing and have a conspiracy set up against you in order for yep. you to lose your job. Yeah. Now your boy Dorner and, said that the killings mm-hmm. ain't gonna stop till the truth come out. Now, wow. The LAPD, the West Coast is pretty much under siege right now from one black yeah. man because yep. this dude got all kind of tactical training. <laughs> this dude is like <laughs> he ready to go to war, and I'm talking about no limit soldiers type of war. Now, so yep. far, he's killed the former boss, boss's daughter, the fiance, then. He went and he shot a nut and killed another officer on duty, mm-hmm. uniform officer, and severely mm-hmm. injured another one. But here's the thing. Allegedly. Something in my spirit, and I maybe I watch too many movies, but something in my spirit is telling me that they set this dude. I feel, I want to feel, I, okay, I'll put it like this. I want to feel like they set this dude up. Like on some negotiator, Samuel yeah. Jackson, Dookie Brown hair, little teeny weeny afro style, like they set him up. Right. But when he writes letters, 
You said movies that we gotta remember movies gotta come from somewhere. Like stuff like that really goes on. Um But Carla. Right. Mm-hmm. I wanted to feel like they set homeboy up. Mm-hmm. Until he wrote a letter. You don't document it. He wrote a letter pretty much saying, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your kids. Whether you got a uniform on or whether you got on a, a, look, right. a, a Muslim short set, I'm coming for you. And I'm going to murk out everybody until the truth comes out. Now, here's the problem. Yeah, we have a major problem with this situation. If the truth come out, boo-boo, what good is it going to do you at this point in time? Because yeah. you already done murked some people. Yep. Absolutely. That's that's the part I don't I can't rock out with. Like that's why I said I feel sad. You know, I, I have so many different emotions about this. Because, like, you know, he even made the statement at the end of his because actually he posted something on his Facebook wall earlier during the week before the letter okay. the letter even because um, you know they initially ignored the letter. Yeah, because um, they the figured he was just stuff kind of like blowing my oh his he's just right. Well, early on, like earlier this week on his Facebook wall, he actually said um, basically like. He's going to do, well, basically, uh, war had his warfare, declare jihad, until mm-hmm. his name is cleared. And I'm like, well, at, this, at that point, you, you're liable to be, like, he, he, I don't see him coming in alive. I don't see nah. us. Oh, he's not coming in alive. Never. No. Nah. He's coming in nah. on a gurney. And I'm going to tell you exactly why right. I know that this is the particular case. If they are wazazazazup, Rodney King's ass for going over the speed limit, what do you think they're going to do to this yep. dude that done shot some officers and killed the that, boss's daughter? <laughs> say word. And that even word. goes back to, and that even goes back to, like, let me, real fast, I just want to, like, um, read what he posted on his Facebook wall. He basically posted on his Facebook wall. He put, um, the LAPD hasn't changed since the Rampart and Rodney King days. It has gotten worse. I know I'll be vilified by the LAPD and the media. Unfortunately, this is a necessary evil, and I do not enjoy, but I must partake in the in complete substantial change well complete you know this mission for a substantial mm-hmm. change to occur within the LAPD to reclaim my name and the ending part like I don't agree with but LAPD ain't the, got a, the greatest record in the world and he had made, he made a statement about the blue line and we one thing we all know and I'm not saying this guy is innocent by no means but I'm not saying right. I'm just saying it, I think it's a little shady like like something made this guy blow his top we're not just going to you know, we're quick to call somebody else insane or they have a mental problem. Obviously, this guy snapped because he was fired back in 2008. Word. He so he's been marinating on that for five years. But he lost two cases. He lost the original, and then he appealed it. He lost the appeal in 2011. Oh. So, I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not making excuses, but we are talking about the LAPD. Word. You know, and we all know cops, you know, cops stick together. It's that brotherhood. Yep. You know, so... Once he tells on somebody, that that's the one part I, I kind of believe him on that. I, I Listen, I have no doubt in my mind that his superior did everything that he said that he did. But here's a lesson that black folks, and, and if anybody, mm-hmm. but I'm talking to my pigment, pigmented people because tonight is Black History Month. So listen, <laughs> what I'm saying is sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of people go about Trying to get the right thing the wrong way. Yeah. Now, somebody going to hear me tonight. Amen, Walt. I know that's right. I'm going to so say it one please. more time. Sometimes yeah, y'all go about trying to get the right thing the wrong way. 
This okay. man is trying to clear his name, which I absolutely understand, because nine times out of ten, because of this case, he's probably lost pension. He probably can't get oh, yeah. a job anywhere else because his record yep. is absolutely tarnished. Well, he if said you're his a family, ball, he said his mom and his sister stopped talking to him. I, I'm not sure if it was his mom, but I know close. Well, I know it was his sister. Like he, they stopped talking to him. Cause they see. Mm. But here's the thing. I understand he want to clear his name. He says right. he says at the end of that statement that you read, I want to reclaim my name. Boo boo, there's nothing left for you to reclaim. You've taken yeah. lives behind right. losing exactly. a job. Yep. Reclaiming your name is punching dude in the face in front of everybody, and they'd be like, ooh, and you embarrass yes. the hell out of them. Exactly. Exactly. But you, you've taken innocent lives. Now, let's roll back to the media for a hot second, because I want to talk about the media. Now, I know I'm part of the media in a smaller scale because I'm a blogger, okay. And we do radio, Carla, and we deliver delicious mm-hmm. scoops of entertainment every Friday night right here on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is, as far as the media and the news, when I turn on the news to find out what's mm-hmm. going on in and around me, I do not trust no more than 10% of what I see on that television. Because the news media, first of all, they love to sensationalize something. Second of all, they love, they can manipulate how something is delivered to you. He said this in a very, he said, I know I will be vilified by the LAPD and the media. Because he knows. He knows that this is what's coming. But you can't give them fuel and ammunition to run with. But like I said, like you said, it's always more to the story. They could make this man, for instance, homeboy Mm -hmm. runs up into a school and shoot up a bunch of babies. But the media and the news people want to tell me about how he had Asperger's and he had all these mental illnesses and all that. That's what I was trying to get at. You better preach. Let's talk about a killer. Mm -hmm. Listen, okay, I don't care if he had Asperger's or if he had hamburgers. He killed babies. (laughs) Word. Like I mean, at the, but this is the way they want to present and it to you because we're supposed to feel sorry for them or exactly. sympathize, and, empathize. And if you remember, we heard all about his family when, um, you know, that, that shooting happened. And not to get all into that, we heard about his family. We heard about him being, oh, he was a loner as a kid. And all I see, and once again, I'm not saying that, Dorn, I don't want anyone to think that, like, I, I think this guy's right. Because once you take a life, I'm the, like, That's it. Yeah, you're just game wrong. Over. But game over. Word winner winner point is, game over. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right. Um, like once you, the media, like all you hear about is his Navy, his expertise in, in shooting, and and he was a Navy lieutenant, and like like that's the media's way of sensationalizing stuff. Because I, I mean, this guy, I know he has a family. I'm and sure he had. Uh, Carla, every mm-hmm. picture they show of him, he got a gun in his hand, or he camoed that's up. That's what I'm saying. Camouflage. Yep, I seen one pick of him in a high school, like football pick. I was like, wow, okay. Hmm. So it, it it just shows you what the media, how the media controls, really just controls everything. And we, we just need to, like, watch what we – we got to always remember that we're not getting everything. We're def- we're not even getting half. Like Yo, you said, I believe we get like the lines. Yes, read between the lines and do your own research and use your common sense. I guess the media want to skip over the fact that the LAPD riddled a blue pickup truck and killed the people inside because they thought it was whatever a homeboy name is. But they're skipping over that in the media. They're not telling you that the LAPD done murdered a family by, by accidentally shooting the wrong van. And guess what the media said? 
The LAPD, who were, um, what's the terminology that they used? Anxious. They were anxious to apprehend the suspect. Um, mistakenly, mistakenly fired on a vehicle that they thought belonged to the suspect. Girl, wow. that that pickup Unbelievable. truck. Google the pickup truck. The pickup truck looked like Queen Latifah car and set it off when she was trying to make her getaway. Wow, I can imagine. I I, I can imagine. Unload. They're going to unload everything that they had, and and that's why, like I said, it, this the whole situation is unfortunate, and our prayers go out. To those families, you know. Yes, absolutely. People have lost lives, and it's not over. It's not over. And also, I want to send my prayers out to the good officers that are out there trying to stop him before he hurts someone else. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's a great listen. That's a crazy girl. That's a crazy ass story. I'm going to tell you all something. Y'all going to stop messing with folks because when you make people snap, you don't know what you're going to get in return. Nope. You don't know what nope. you're going to get in return. People, yeah, you don't. And once again, we just see someone that, you know, probably once again, I'm sure it was signs there. Like I said, they got the, the letter and they kind of ignored it. And I guess yeah. they ignored his Facebook. People ignored what he wrote up on his Facebook wall. We got to stop. It's always these red flags and we just tend to kind of sit back. But, you know, we're always we're always reactive instead of proactive anyway. So I guess we're well, one day. You know how we live. Yeah. Wow. All right, let's just jump into a music break. But that joke is crazy. Y'all got to Google this. If you didn't hear about this, you got to Google this. They even got this dude's picture on billboards. You, like, on crazy billboards. Mama. Black History Month. Didn't we just say last week? The, we, got to, did not, we got to get did it. not ask y'all uh, last week to behave on Black History Month. See? I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Not looking good. Not what looking would Frederick good. Douglass do? This is... I'm disgusted. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm saying, even Sweet Brown upset. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. And I could wrap my whole life up in 24 carats of gold Lately I've been dreaming about diamonds and pearls Yeah, diamonds and pearls And enough money I could rule the world I rule the world, yeah, if I rule the world If I got me thinking, man, if I rule the world If I rule the world, if I rule the world if I rule the world, I would buy it all. I'm addicted to champagne and buying them all. I'm addicted to living life above the law. How much do it take to live above the law? I call my homie Ralph up, cause his car stopped. So to bump a new car, come grab the car lot. That way you can have convertibles and a hard top. Open up a few doors since we had a hard knock. Life, life, open up. For restaurants and legs, they open up. Start a franchise So my dog could quit wearing the fofo up on his waist like it's his pants side And so my OG locked up, bumping ready or not Who was just trying to do it big but wasn't ready to die Cop a first class wherever he like, with hoes already inside Now he can rest in peace while he alive Wishing I could wrap my whole life up in 24 carats of gold Lately I've been dreaming about diamonds and pearls Yes, diamonds and pearls And enough money I can rule the world I rule the world, yeah, I rule the world I 
Well, that's how I feel. Sometimes I gotta pinch a fat ass to see if it's real. I specifically remember no heat in the winter. Now I supply heat for the winter. Then I skate to the beach for the winter. When it come to chips, boy, nigga, get a grip. No cleats, I'm a winner. Show love to the hoes and the freaks. I remember hit the club and raise hell all week for the sinners. Meet a young dentist, the menace to society. Check my sobriety, fuck hoes and varieties. Shame that these things is the reason you admire me. But I'm getting dope, man, these flows gon' retire me. Splurging all crazy, switching lanes in the rain, swerving all crazy. Style on the dial, I've been serving y'all lately. Set on Federer, ball till I fall, etc., etc. I could ride my whole life up for 24 carats of gold. Lately I've been dreaming about diamonds and pearls, yeah, diamonds and pearls. And enough money, I could rule the world. If I rule the world, yeah, if I rule the world. If you got me thinking, man, if I rule the world, if I rule the world, if I rule the world, if I rule the world. Gray Wiley, black bitchin' on the train, same slang, playing Jane, Miss Stratus, Christie, 24 carats, gazelles, clear beer, I'm so fly, real gear, price hole, I feel weary besides killing gear, it's snapping, playing white lines, or jumping off phenomenal missions, yup, drug sellers, that was in 88, learned how to truth, to shoot through my coat, escape, my uncle, husky karate nigga, die, who stayed in jail, he did a 20 piece, he came on block, moving, still who he is, to us, we his kids, he said, get rich and love life, don't fuck with no pigs, yo, them days of the haze, now we in chronic mode, no more plays, running up and robbing clothes, so whom or what, all we had is us and it sucks, when fly niggas is broke, smoking coke, we eat dust, I changed for the better, brand new Beretta, slapping niggas faces to steal, give me your leather, through it all I learned a lot, plus I burnt a lot, the crime beat, now we turned the clock, nigga, 24 carats of gold, lately I've been dreaming about diamonds and pearls, yeah, diamonds and pearls, Money, I can rule the world. If I rule the world, yeah. If I rule the world, if they got me thinking, man, if I rule the world. It's the one and only dude said ain't tone you dig And this is so many keys to mixtape Brought to you by my family You already know what it is Finally famous over everything My bro Key Wayne My bro DJ Mo Beats Let's get it Let's go Mo uh. Yo what up it's your man Fight Biggie from a Tribe Called Quest You are now tuned in to Ice Cream Conversations With the hostess With the mostess Zariela and Carla New album coming out real, real soon. Cheryl's Big Son, The Anomaly. Smoking Needles is the label. Rhythm Kids is the production squad. You know how we stay. You know how we do. Bomb! I'm out of here. All right, Carla. Without further ado, I would like to welcome to the show Love and Hip Hop New York Season 3 star and author... Miss Winter Ramos. Hey, Winter. Hi. Hey. What's up, Mama? How you doing? I'm good, chilling. Good, good. Well, first, <laughs> we would like to welcome you to Ice Cream Conversations. I thank you so much for coming. And Thank I just you. want to talk about a lot of stuff tonight. So I hope you have a moment. We won't hold you up too I'm much, ready. but... You know. I'm ready. 
Because, see, you a girl after my own heart because you speak your mind, and you so sassy. I love it. <laughs> okay, so the first thing I want you to do, now I know that you've been in the music industry over 10 years. You've been doing some styling. You worked at some labels. You worked with some famous rappers that we're all very familiar with, um, mm-hmm. most notably Fabulous. But mm-hmm. for those who aren't really familiar with you, can you just go ahead and give our listeners a little bit of background? I started in the industry in about 98. I started okay. styling for Foxy Brown at the time. Um, from there, I worked at Murder, Inc. I was styling for Rule and Irv and Ashanti and uh, that whole crew, Black Child. Uh, right, right. Um, from there, I did Rough Riders, and then Swiss opened up full surface. He had Cassidy and Mashonda. I started right. working over there with them. Um, and then I got a call from Fab's manager asking me just to help out. You know, I knew them from the neighborhood, so they had just asked right. me to help out. They had just fired their assistant, and I actually got stuck there for three years. Um, okay. After that, moved to Miami, and I started working for Ted Lucas, the owner of Flip and Slide Records. Right. Now, that's Trick Daddy okay. and them, right? Yeah, well, Trick Daddy, when I when I started working at Superside, there was no more Trick Daddy. There was only a Rick Ross, Trina, and Plies. Okay. Okay. So Trick Daddy, he left alone. I mean, I guess everyone thought Trick Daddy was like the owner of Slip and Slide. I did. But um, he was just, was you know, he was just an artist. No, he was gone way before uh, I had gotten there. Okay. And then from there, I just started working at um, Flavor Unit. Now I do costume design for movies. I know. I follow your Instagram, and I just love the photos from from the different <laughs> movie sets and everything. I'm like, look at Winter getting it in. You be cutting I be up, looking girl. a mess. You be cutting up. <laughs> I be looking a mess, too. I'm like, no, I don't want to take a picture today. They're like, girl, you got to put something up. I'm like, shit. <laughs> oh, well, you got to do You got to see the people. You know the people want to see you. Now, how okay. did the whole love and hip-hop come up? You know, how did that transpire? How did that come along? You get ended up on the show. How did that happen? Well, the PR girl at Slip and Slide when I was working there, uh, she actually does PR for Mona. And I had ah. hired her to help me on a movie set. And, okay. you know, the whole time she was there, she was just, like, frazzled. And I'm like, well, what the hell's wrong with you? And she's like, you know, I'm just trying to find girls for Mona. Now, this was the weekend that the situation happened in Miami with Chrissy and Yandy, that whole big blowout. So, you know, Ooh. I guess everybody was kind wow. of frazzled from VH1 at the time. So they were looking for new girls for Love & Hip Hop Miami. Now, this was before wow. Atlanta. Okay. And she was like, you know, all of the women out there, you know, like, Ted Lucas's wife, Ika, those women down there, they're content with their lives. They're not like New York right. women. They don't have sex. They're like, mm-hmm. fuck that. I'm happy. I made my yep. choice. This is the man that I'm with. Yeah. And I'm not putting him on blast. I'm not putting my yep. family on blast. So she was mm-hmm. having a tough time finding girls. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it. You know, if if that helps anything, you know, I'll meet with Mona. So, um, right. you know, and if I'm in Miami. Why not? So I went and interviewed with Mona. And within the first, well, Chrissy's engagement party was also that weekend. And okay. I had went to the engagement party. So when I walked in, Mona was like, weren't you at Chrissy's party? I was like, yeah. she's like, how do you know Chrissy? And then we got to talking. And when I sat to do the interview and I just gave her a breakdown of how I knew Chrissy, how I knew Emily, she was like, hold up. Where the fuck have you been? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need you. <laughs> like, you know, what? how do you and I and what? And so, you know, you know, and then that kind of led mm-hmm. to, um, the episode last season that I did with Emily. 
Ah, see. Let okay. me find out you went in there and left out like, yeah, I got the role. Let me just go on and call my cousin, let her know. <laughs> but that's, that's what's up. No, that's but it was up. just, yeah. it was just, you know, it, it just kind of, you know, she was asking me how did I feel about the relationship with Fab and Emily. And, you know, my take is a little different. I was there when they met. I was there when, you know, I seen mm-hmm. how it transpired. So for me it was like, no, you're not leaving. You need to figure this out. Like, this right. is not... You know, everybody else is like, get out, leave. Yeah, but you never met him. You've never seen them together. You don't know how this started. You don't know the history of it. You're just, you know, and it's understandable. That's how women are. When you get with your girlfriends, you tell them all the bad and you forget all the good. So That's they don't right. hear that. Yeah, true. So every, right. They're like, no, honey, you got yeah. to go. Fuck that. No, no. No, but, but you know, how about all the good things that he did? So I had a right. different take on it. So right, go, and then you know what? doing that. And also, Winter, with reality TV, like the good stuff don't make good ratings. Don't nobody want to see nobody exactly. be happy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, the fact that he didn't want to get on the show, it was just like, you know, it, it was bad for him. And, you know, Emily and I are really good friends. I was on okay. the phone with her today for three hours, you know. And oh, me and Fab, so we have a great relationship still. So mm-hmm. it was just like, damn, y'all killing my homie. Like, Y'all really yes. making him mm-hmm. seem like he's like this, but he's just like the rest of them. And when you get into that situation, you have to know what you're dealing with. What, what did you yeah. expect? You know, yeah, you, you, what you're getting is what you should have expected from the beginning. And you looked me in my face and you told me you loved my friend and you were willing to deal with all his flaws. And now all of a yep. sudden, no, no, I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. with that. So I did the episode with her, and um, at the time I was dating um, – someone down in Miami who was in the industry. Simona was like, I need you, hmm. you know. And then Somebody she just like kind of went. Winter. Read the book, boo. <laughs> I'm not saying. What's your game? I thought Read I was going to catch you it's slipping. Dang, I thought I was going to catch you slipping. Okay. <laughs> that's all right. It's my job to try to catch you slipping, boo. No, no that's all right. Go ahead. So you said you were dating someone so in Miami. I was kind of already set, you know, to do it from last November. It was okay. just a matter of, you know, them saying they couldn't do Miami, was I willing to move to New York, me kind of going back and forth with, do I want to move back to New York? You know, that was what kind of took. But for the most part, you know, besides uh, Yandy and Erica, I probably was the next definite cast member before they okay. got, you know, Tahiri and Rocky and all of that. Okay. Now, here's my question. This question may be more for Mona, but mm-hmm. why are they not showing you as much as they need to? Well, is it because you're not I mean, dramatized? I'm going to give my opinion. And my opinion is, I don't really have much drama. Like, uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I've been in this industry for so long, and a lot of these ladies, well, really all of them, they're either trying to get their feet wet or keep their feet wet. You know, I've already kind you. of been there, done that. I don't have to make calls to get work. They're calling me for work. I heard that. So I'm not bitter. You know, I'm not angry with anybody. If anything, I want to see the ladies do well. You know what I mean? Right. And I want to be there and make sure so if someone has an issue with me, I would rather talk it out. Like, why can't I have a conversation with you? Everyone is so stuck on this is a boys club, but this is a boys club because women can't stick together. You so busy, yes. you mad because my bag yeah. is bigger than yours or because my car costs more than yours because of who I slept with or how you mm. think I got to mm-hmm. where I was. Like, Let me find out when a preacher. When are you preaching tonight? When are you preaching? Why can't it be a girl club? There's a lot of women in the industry. Honey, you walk up in Def Jam, and I can name you 25 women that hold executive positions in Def Jam. 
That's so this right. is not a boys club. It's a boys club because they stick together. We're so busy worrying about what the other one's wearing, who the other one's sleeping with, yep. and we let that yeah. interfere with how we can bond and be as one. I don't care who you slept with or who you, how you got to where you are. You are where you are, and hopefully you're doing good at it. I know that's right. Be right. the best that you can be. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, you'll, you'll see more because I shot a lot. You know, like I was shooting four days a week. So there's a lot of footage. I guess there's kind of they don't really know how to fit me in. I don't know. That's, that's yep. a, you know, editing Well, thing, it's still though. early, too. It's still early yeah. in the season because, see, yeah. I'm, you know, I actually run a Love & Hip Hop New York fan site. So, you know, mm-hmm. I have to. I pretty much be stalking y'all to try to keep the site updated okay. for the people who, you know, love you, all the cast members uh-huh. and so on and so forth. So um, I actually came across um, a bonus video, and it was crazy mm-hmm. because I love the bonus videos that you're in. Now, there was one bonus video where you kind of had a little <laughs> sit-down heart-to-heart with Tahiri about Joe, where y'all were sitting on the stoop kind of kicking it. You so know, I was like, I okay. You find that video? You can't. <laughs> Girl, you better no. get with my website. I'll talk to you afterwards. I'll talk to you afterwards. Okay. Just act I like you've seen it. I've seen the picture I had that headband on, right, with that mint green top. Yes. You had to hold around the way, girl, look. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but she, and she told you about this music career, and the look that you had right. on your face was like, but you want like, to be singing? You be rapping for you. You play a guitar like White Club? But here's the thing, see, I had that look on my face, but when she shot that devil video, I was on set with her for 13 hours as a friend. I was not hired to be there. As her friend, wow. making sure that she looked good, wow. there was That's nobody right. there giving her no trouble, she had mm-hmm. what she needed, everything was straight. That's not my job. That's not my responsibility. But as a woman, I'm going to see her do well because everybody's going to look at her like, Girl, you crazy. You want everybody yep. wants to sing. You know, and I think that that's mm-hmm. wrong. If she wants to sing, let that mm-hmm. If she can't sing, so what? Let her do it. Yep. Yeah. I always say, listen, yeah. the one thing, listen, we we never have a right to try to squash somebody else's dreams. Just let them go for it. Word. I mean, you know, whatever the results end up paper. being. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't okay, so mine, now. Honey. I saw that video with you uh-huh. and Tahiri, and I'll just go back and make sure it's still on my site, and if it is, I'll shoot you the link so you can have okay. it. Now, then I saw another bonus video, and I'm like, why, 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 Winter got to be in all the bonus videos? Why is Winter not on my TV <laughs> on Monday night? But I'm going to holler at Mona about that at another time. Now, this next bonus video, you're having a heart-to-heart with Rocky. Now, mm-hmm. I I'm just like I don't I just don't know where I am with Rocky just yet because I just have these mixed emotions about Rocky. But mm-hmm. I will say that I actually watched this bonus video twice and the reason why I watched it mm-hmm. twice is because you were on some real spit, like some real talk, like look, like I'm getting ready to talk to you on some real friend stuff and I was actually surprised to find out that you and her I guess you guys were really close at one point in time, or you had a long-term friendship. Well, okay. Oh, yeah, clear that up for me. I'm going to chill for a second. Well, I met Rocky when I was working for Fab. That was one of Fab's girls. Now, when you say girls. Like one of his chicks. She was before Emily. I I worked with Fab before Emily came into the picture. So she was just one of those, you know, one of the Wednesday nights. Like, she she was just one of his swings or whatever so okay. you know we were I was around her because of him I had never hung out with her me and her just kind of like that's my girl oh, okay. not until the show 
started. And, you know, I used to see her up at Def Jam because she's friends with another friend of mine that works up at Def Jam. So I would see her around. Hey, girl, you know what's going on. And like I said, any woman in this industry that needs something from me, they know they can call me for whatever. So we had that kind of friendship. It wasn't like that was my girl, girl. But, you know, when you see a black girl lost, sometimes for me, I've been there. Right. And that, Uh that video with between her and I, it was more of take the relationship for what it is. He's not Word. your friend. He's mm-hmm. not your friend. You keep with this my friend, but he's my friend. We've been friends for so long. Look what the fuck happened with Yandy and Jimmy, her friend, her brother, yep. her family. Uh-uh. Wow. You have to know where the line to not cross the line. You're emotionally involved yeah. with a man mm-hmm. who's your boss or a man who you're trying to handle business with. He's not your friend, and you want to cry? Don't cry. I don't want to hear no, see no crocodile tears about this mess. If you want to be in this industry as a woman, you have to deal with it. Suck it up. Yes. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Don't cry in my house about some dumb shit. She about said, don't what cry in my house. And... <laughs> yeah. Girl, winter, when you started banging your hand on the countertop. Nobody got time for that. Wait, winter. <laughs> when you start banging your hand on the countertop, like, what? I was like, oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> you know a lot of these girls they get sucked up in the and they they feel special because they feel like these guys have so many options and they chose you to be a friend or to be a girlfriend right. and that's what makes them feel special. But if he's not treating you special, then boo, you shouldn't be feeling special. Personally, I think that she's in love with him, but in denial. That's just my personal opinion on the outside looking in. Um, you know, because we all have those friends, you know, as, as a female uh-huh. being friends with a guy, you know, sometimes it can those lines can get kind of blurred. Right, and when you know that he can love and you see how he loved Tahiri and how he still loves Tahiri, yeah. you question, why not me? Yep. Mm-hmm. I've been here, here for you. I've done time. everything she's done. My butt is yep. big like hers. My stomach is flat like hers. I'm Spanish like she is. I got long hair like she does. Why yep. not me? It, we popped not the Molly's together. Yeah. So now, after you had that heart to heart talk with her, because it's kind of hard, like you know, as far as reality TV is concerned, you know, everything gets chopped and screwed to make mm-hmm. entertainment, you know, entertaining um, television and boost ratings. So it was hard for me to kind of do a timeline on your conversation with her because then there was an interview. And I'm pretty sure I know you know what interview I'm talking about because when I looked at your Instagram, you had me dying when you posted this picture <laughs> of a damn squawking bird. I'm going to hurt you, winner. Nobody got time for that, okay? So I'm trying to wonder. <laughs> I'm just wondering was when she did that interview, because that's when I kind of started side-eyeing her, but uh-huh. I still it's just a part of me that just, I like all of the cast members. I, I have, I'm having a little trouble with Erica, but I like mm-hmm. all of the cast members, genuinely like them. And I'm having trouble with Erica and Mandisi's. I'm a backup. Okay, so back to <laughs> back to well, this I saw Rocky, too, when she made did that interview. I mean, I, for me, a lot of it, she's just trying to get in where she fits in. And if she feels, in her mind, she might feel like, you know, if I diss them and try to create more drama or make it seem like, is more drama. People will be more interested in her. I, I don't know because, like, even if you see me and Rashida was going back and forth with the Big Bird. Like, I was right. And Rashida pictures the Big Bird. Like, hey, boy, I saw you on the yeah. street. Like, hey, Big Bird, hey, Big Bird. Yeah, but this like, is you're my irrelevant. Thing. You you hold no weight in this industry. You hold no weight in my life. So all of those comments that you make, it's like, 
whatever, good luck. But it's funny because right after that interview, see, I live in Miami, so I don't hear those New York stations or whatever. Ah. So I heard that through other people. They were like, okay. oh, yeah, she called you a soccer All right, I talk a lot. So what? I know what I'm talking about. Right. How about that? That's I can fine. talk a lot. That's fine, but I know what I'm talking about. And when you have issues, you call me. So if I talk so much, you like to hear me talk because you spend a lot of time calling my phone about your issues. Right. So, you know, I didn't take it as a – it's coming from her. Like, your your opinion to me is not I, – I don't, you know. And then we had did the premiere for the show. Mm-hmm. I, want, I, did, I guess this was like two days later we did the premiere for the show. And, um, oh, yeah. She came and sat next to me because, you know, everyone was, like, wanting to kill her consequence. I know. Bless her heart. She sat all the way on the end of the couch. I said, oh, they just put her in the back room. And I was sitting in the middle talking to Mona randomly. Everybody else was, like, moving around. And they were like, Rocky, get in the picture. And she kind of, like, back. I was like, come on. Girl, I don't have no problem with you. Like, so she Mm -hmm. sat and took the picture. And she was like, girl, they had me up at 5 in the morning doing this interview, this. And I was like, she's like, did you hear it? I was like, no, I was in Miami. Like, uh, I, I'm not going back and forth with you about this interview. It is what it is. You made the comments that you made. And, you know, whatever publicity you feel like you got out of it, good luck. Okay. Hope it gets you because some see, Because, see, I, that's what confused me because I'm seeing you give her this, like, life-changing advice. And then she turns mm-hmm. around and she's calling you like a squawking bird. So I didn't know if, like, the friendship had dissolved somewhere in between that heart to heart. I didn't know. Not nothing that I knew about. Wow. I mean, she might not like the fact that Tahiri and I are friends, you know. Okay. But see, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's why it's a boys' club. You mad at me for nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. You mad at mm-hmm. me for nothing? I didn't do nothing to you. I ain't said nothing about you. I never tell you nothing that, you know, nothing wrong. I never tried to steer you in the wrong direction. I never tried no, to get you true. hurt. I never tried to stop you from getting your money. You mad at me? nothing. That's crazy. See, that's that crazy, that's that unexpected shade. That's that Chris Brown just punch you in the face for a parking lot shade. See, I I just can't help Good luck, boo. (laughs) I seen her the other day. I was up at Def Jam maybe about a week ago, and um, I was at my boy, in my homeboy's office, and she was in there, and, you know, we was just, I was acting like everything was fine. See, I don't have, because I don't have a problem with you. Your problem is with me. Right. And you can't mm-hmm. even verbally say what the issue is. Hmm. I that's what I'm talking much. about. You need to come up with something better than that, boo. Because everybody know that know me right. know I talk a lot. Squawking <laughs> 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 bird. I, I, listen, honestly, I had never even heard of a damn squawking bird before that. I was like, what is a squawking Well, you know, I had to Google that, honey. Okay, okay, so I wasn't the only one. Okay, I don't feel so bad now. Okay. <laughs> I had to Google that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I want to talk about the book. Game okay. over, my love for hip hop. So you know mm-hmm. I was trying to talk you, uh, trying to talk Tressa into an advanced copy, but I guess that ain't happening. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep trying. The winners will there's way. <laughs> but I'm very excited about this book because number one, I'm I just think that it's it's awesome that you're able to write a book. Number one, um, writing a book is one thing that I always wanted to do. I've always told Carla I wanted to write a book, but. I'm just, I ain't there yet where I can just go ahead and just put it all out there on the line. But one day, one day. <laughs> I'm still working up my zero Fs to give. I'm still working it up. Okay. okay. But, okay, so the book is, um, it's almost like it's sort of a memoir. Just anytime I say mm-hmm. something wrong, just stop me and correct me. But it's okay. sort of a memoir. It's described as a cautionary tale. 
for the next generation of young women who believe that the fabulous lives of celebrities unveiled in blogs like mine and reality TV are all fire, but, you know, basically it's not really what it appears to be. Um, Mm -hmm. You're basically writing about your experiences in the music industry, love, work, ups, downs, uh, you know, different Mm -hmm. obstacles you had to overcome. But what everyone seems to be focusing on is who did Winter Smash in this book? (laughs) (laughs) Enough, honey. Believe that. More okay, but look, love. so you know that's what I'm I'm gonna be skimming. I'm gonna put that thing on my eye <laughs> put that thing on my iPad, be like mm, mm, mm. But anyway. So um I want you to tell me a little bit more about the book and then we can go forward and talk about the book. So from your perspective, right. author Winter Ramos, tell me about Game Over. It's just experiences, just things that, you know, I had to go through. And I'm not saying that every woman in the industry had to go through what I went through, but just, you know, work experiences, seeing things that, you know, you would never expect. And everyone is so caught up with who did you sleep with. But, you know, I was watching Scandal earlier, and for me, I just feel like when you work in an environment and you're 100% focused on your work, you tend to sleep with people that you work with. You're at work 33 hours a day, and there's only 24 hours in a day. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you create these bonds with these people, and, you know, it just happens. It's not like you're doing it to get to the next level or because sometimes you're sleeping with someone who's trying to get to where you are. Right. But you it's like just people. that chemistry. You know, it's, it's just, it just happens. And, I'm you know, I'm not a bad-looking female. So yeah, you're, you're cute, girl. You're cute. You be doing your yeah, thing, though. I'm in the studio. You know, black guys are very attracted to Spanish women for some reason. I don't know why, but that is just what it is. So if I'm in the studio, if you see me out three, four nights out the week, and, you know, it could be work, but I'm in the club, I'm dressed nice, my hair's done, I got on some makeup, I got on something, they're going to try right. to holler. And, you know, and if I like, I don't feel like I have to say, no, because we work in the same industry or no. No, if I like you, we can go out, we can hang out. If sex happens, it happens. So, you know, right. it's just that it, a lot of the stories are, you know, you get into these relationships and you think that they're going to be something else. You think that, you know, you're going to be the main girl or the only right. girl. And in reality, mm-hmm. it's just like, once once it sets in, like, there is no such thing as being the only girl. Hmm. And I hate to generalize them and say that right. all of the men in the industry are the same because I'm sure there's maybe one out of 10,000 that <laughs> she said 10,000. You know, whatever the case is, I'm not saying they all are, but just know what you're getting yourself mm-hmm. into. And if right. you're going to work in the industry and date them, you cannot let one affect the other. If you're upset mm-hmm. with him because of what happened in the house. When you get in that office, you need to act like nothing happened. No one should know that you're having issues or, you know, you should never let it affect you coming in late or not wanting to go to work because you don't want to see him or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case is. You kind of just have to suck it up and deal with it. But if you're not that type of woman, stay away. If you cannot, like you said, not give any F, yep. you need to back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, in, in situations like that, it can get sticky because you have to maintain your professionalism at all times, mm-hmm. whether yeah. whether it's popping at home can't. or it's stopping at home. Some women so. can't. They can't. Look at Olivia Pope. She all caught up. I'm not married to Senator. I'm sitting behind this fool. What? I had to pour out a little liquor for her last night. 
I would have asked that president to be the best man at my wedding. Bam. How you like that one? <laughs> you so crazy. <laughs> okay, so what? like you said, of course, like these relationships happen, um, especially with you being in the industry. You work with these people. You're around each other 24-17. You, you know, chemistry builds, and you have these relationships with them that you think may be something, and it turns out not to be what you expect it to be. You have to go through the hard way. sometimes it's, you just want a one-off. You know what I mean? It like will. You, you, get, you, you see somebody and you like, mm, <laughs> I like him. Or, you, better you know what I'm saying? We're human. It's mm-hmm. human nature. It happens. This as long make you, as you know what you're getting yourself you into. Yeah, you yeah. just have to know what you're getting yourself into. And also the book, it, it, it focuses a lot, too, on you know, a lot of these young girls, they watch videos or they read the magazines or they watch other hip-hop and they think, well, all I can do is be an artist, be a girlfriend to one of these guys, or be in a music yep. video. That's bullshit. You can it be sure executive. Is. You, can, you can do direct videos. You can do styling. You can be a manager. You can get an artist development. You can be in marketing. You can be in promotions. You can be on radio. You can do anything that the men can do in this industry and you can drive a Bentley and you can live in a nice house and you can have a Rolex watch and and, and do all this kind of stuff and work in this industry and not be a girlfriend or not shake your ass in the video. That's Mm -hmm. right. Way more things you can do. That's right. But you get caught up. I think a lot of times young girls who watch these shows, they, they get, they take the wrong message out of it. They'll look at somebody like Jocelyn, no shade. Um, they'll look at somebody like her, like, man, she done went from the strip club to now she got all these mm-hmm. money and she on TV. But, you know, you're just seeing one aspect of it. You don't know about those times exactly. where she probably got dragged out the back of the club, the times that some dude probably stole on her because he felt like she stole money out of his safe. You don't know about how all those about different things. You don't know how much money she really got. Exactly. Ah, about that. That. So just because you see her with her hair done and makeup and, and nice clothes and a fur coat and a Rolex watch and she's on Instagram posting receipts that she bought this and she bought that, you don't know what that woman is dealing with. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that works mm-hmm. for rappers. That works for anybody. Just because mm-hmm. you're seeing things. You don't know, you know, like, the, I, I was cracking jokes with Emily today, we were talking, and I was like, you know, Ace Hood put out this record, I woke up in the Bugatti. I said, he should have, the remix should be, I woke up in somebody else's Bugatti, because if you can <laughs> afford a Bugatti, I'm confused at how you going to buy a $2 million car, and you ain't sold $2 million albums. Ooh, 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 bang, bang, ooh. Well, yes. you know what I'm saying, like, and, yeah. and, and she, Word. I had Emily die. She was like, "Girl, you ain't never lie." But it's the truth. It's like you hear yep. these these people sing these songs, or you know, you see a video, and you're just like, "Oh, I want that. I need that." That's nine times out of ten. That's not what's really happening. That's no. what they need mm-hmm. you to know. It's like a movie when you see Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's not really the Terminator. He really Say can't do yes. and go crazy. He's not really determined that you you can't you you have to be able to separate. The the two and know mm-hmm. when it's entertainment and know when you know it's real. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about the superhead comparisons when people start talking about your book? Listen, superhead sold millions of books, and that heifer was on Oprah. Compare all you want. <laughs> <laughs> Keep comparing. Right. 
And he's maintaining. I just don't see it. Now, if it's heavy drugs, like if he's on crack or heroin or something like that, then, you know, I feel like, but I doubt if it's that type of situation. I think it's just he smokes some weed, he might pop some pills here and there. And, you know, it. I don't, because no one never said what the drug was. Right, because no. I started to I started to kind of feel like maybe that whole situation was kind of sensationalized, especially like with Tahiri showing up with the P test and that right. kind of. I was like, okay, all right. So if it was really, yeah, deep, I think it's deep. just basic smoking marijuana, popping an E pill, Molly, like it's all in the music. Like it's not, you know, that that's not frowned upon in hip hop. I mean, maybe that's a bad thing, but. Smoking marijuana and popping a pill every now and then is not frowned upon in the industry. So, well, I'm not popping no pills because I ain't sweating out my I ain't sweating out my hair because I got natural hair. I don't have no perm no more. <laughs> Be walking around sweating hair, looking like a butt. Uh-uh, I ain't popping nothing. <laughs> okay, next question: Erica mm-hmm. Mina's new single or Tahiri's new single? Which one do you prefer? If you had to choose, can't which one like was that. better? Can't do me like that. <laughs> yeah. <No>. Um, <laughs> okay, I, moving right along. <laughs> I like no, I like Erica's record. I bought both of them, obviously. Um, right, right. I think I, I like Erica's record, and and because I mean, I like to hear his record too. But a lot of people just thought Erica was a mess, and when she came with this record, it was like, oh shit. Yo, I was really she surprised. Really got the record. I you was know, really surprised. I was see, I was and I like very that. surprised. I like that that she, you know, people would were bad mouthing her and saying, "Oh, she was right." Even Yandy was like, "What? She want to sing? Oh no!" Yep. Er, sit down, boo. Look what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like you prove yeah, people yeah. wrong, and I think that that's a good thing for her. Tahiri, I I like the Tahiri record because I know Tahiri, and I know that she means that. Like right. you know, I don't really know Erica personally, so I don't know how that record affects her life. But right, I know right. to Tahiri, that record for her, her and I've been hearing that Tahiri record from when she she did the first verse to, you know, like from the creation of the record. Okay. So I saw it grow. Right. So for me, okay. it was, and I've I seen her, you know, writing that stuff down and like really like feeling it and, and knowing and going through that it. I know it came from her heart and I know that, that was something that even if she never does another record, at least she got that off her chest. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was funny because, you know, I tend to talk a lot sometimes too much on Twitter. But I was just mm-hmm. telling people, I was like, look, before y'all try to come for Erica, because, you know, they were pat. Now, the album, the single cover, hideous. Like the Tammy Faye Baker mascara running. I think they should have <laughs> just had something with her looking like just kind of glamorous or whatever, and she could do a sad Uh face if she wanted to, but the mascara running was a bit over the top. But (laughs) with that being said, I told people that, because, you know, they were tweeting her album cover picture and clowning. And Uh I said, y'all can say whatever y'all want and try to come for this girl. But personally, she sounds like J-Lo to me when she sings. Now, if y'all want to be at the J-Lo concert twerking and popping and cartwheeling, then y'all better not try to come for this girl because she basically, when she sings, she sounds just like J-Lo. And if J-Lo was okay, then let Erica live. She was number 36 on iTunes. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you something crazy. When she dropped that single Monday night, because, of course, you know, I have to stalk y'all for the website, Mm -hmm. it started at 169. Yep. By the time I woke up in the morning, it was at number 44. After that, I just wow. never be great, and I wasn't even following The last no I seen, was it was at 36. So, oh, wow. huh, 
Where's okay. everybody else on Love and Hip Hop record? What? Uh huh. Okay. Exactly. There it is. Where's okay. the Living record? Where's Hello? What? Okay. <laughs> now, here's the thing that had me. I had to have a Malcolm X moment after this. When Jennifer. <laughs> Come <laughs> laughing at me, girl. I had a Malcolm X moment. I can't to hear what you about to say. Oh God! Ooh, when Jen the Pen told Rocky, she hit the clap oh, with God. it too. I'm white. It's gonna get. I think she said it's gonna get done, or I, I'm good, or something, because I'm white. I said, Lord Jesus, there's a fire. <laughs> Which. I think he just said that in the heat of the moment to piss Rocky off. I don't think it was to piss the black community off. I think it was more to upset Rocky because of how that whole, you know, situation went down. I don't think it was because she felt like, you know, it was a racist comment. I think Rocky just got her to the point where she was just like, what can I say to really hurt her? Yeah, just jump out the window, huh? Yeah. See, this is the thing. See, now, no, we're going to have to slightly agree to disagree, Miss Winter. Because this well, is how my could she be racist against black people? Her baby daddy, black, is the black. Her vagina might like black penis, though. Now, no, what I'm saying is, I, for me, when I went, okay, let me rewind and give you a little bit of history. Mm-hmm. Okay. When Love and Hip Hop first started, and they were showing, like, Jen and Consequence. I think it was the episode with the baby's first birthday party. And right. Cons was just going MC Hammers, like, with the debit card or credit card. He didn't want to give her the money. Or, or he was acting as if, like, where your money at? And she was begging for the right. card, and they're arguing, right? Now, I'm pretty sure both of them said it was more to it than that. It was heavily edited. Okay, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take your word for it because I understand how TV works. But so I got on Twitter, and I was like, okay, I was like, Jen Penn that set white women back two weeks for the way she let Consequence black out on her on TV. Make it a joke, because as you see, you have a great sense of humor. I got a great sense of humor. And Carla, I just had to pray for her. So <laughs> so you now, if I said that, you would see it, you would laugh, keep it pushing, right? Because I say, right. you know, ASAP Rocky, not ASAP Rocky, what's the boy Chief Keith? I said he set black people back like 30 years. But so I said... <laughs> Jennifer said white white women back two weeks. The next day I wake up, Jennifer is in my mentions. Why does it always have to be about race? I don't know about other white women, but I'm always pushing forward. I said, all right, all right, girl, and I think you're cute too. Okay, and so I wrote back to her and let her know it wasn't a personal dig. I'm an equal opportunity mm-hmm. lover. You know what I'm saying? I have all races in my family. I'm just equal opportunity lover. It's nothing personal. I was just making a joke, and I said, if you knew my personality or if you actually followed me on Twitter, you would see my timeline and know I go in on everybody. Nothing personal. Mm-hmm. So for her to come to me and say, why does it always have to be about race? And then you get on national TV and yell out, I'm white. I'm going to be good. That kind of confused me for a second. Now, the thing is, I don't believe that she's personally, like, a racist, you know, deep down inside. But mm-hmm. you can't yell out stuff like that. I don't care how mad you are, yeah. especially yeah. when you have a half-black child at home, especially when yeah. you're hopping on a black penis every night. So then, but let me ask you this. Extra. Let me ask huh? you this, though. I don't mean to cut you off, but no, do ahead, you Mama. think that it's true that because of the color of her skin that it's easier for her to get a job on the radio than Rocky oh, to get yeah. a job on the radio? Hell yeah. So if it's the truth, then why is it a problem? Because she said, but I, I guess because the <laughs> intent. said and, it out loud? <laughs> no, because of the intent behind it. 
Like, I could say something to she you. She was just trying to piss her off. I think that was all it was. She was just well, trying to piss me off, too, when I was at home. So she pissed me off, too, when I was at home. But, you know, I mean, I let the child be great. I know, I mean, I've watched her enough and seen videos and interviews and everything. I watched her enough to know that she does talk a lot before she thinks. Um Right. I can tell that from her, and I know that she's just a very passionate spirit type person. But Boo Boo got to be careful because you know certain things yeah. just kind of come across the wrong way. You know, you know her on a more yeah. personal level, and you know, but for mm-hmm. somebody that does not know her or care to know her, it's just not a good look. But thank you for that yeah. insight. I really love that. Now, here's something, Mandisi's. Now you may have to end up having to pass on this one, but <laughs> I know Mandisi for over <laughs> ten years. Man, DC is a really good friend of mine, but go ahead, I'm listening. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm going to go ahead and pass because I just had some – I was just wondering how you felt about all these cases just popping up, just these I mean, different cases. Do you think it's a the, witch hunt? The little girl thing, I think that shit was whack. Like, I don't – you know, you never know what's going on in somebody's house or whatever the case is. Okay. But um, if she was lying, I just think that that was dead wrong of her. You know, right? Like, definitely. It, it 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 was that was wrong to to put that on him, whether he's on TV or not, whether he's with Yandy or not. I just don't Word. think that that's something that a woman should do. And if somebody put her up to it, or she thought she was going to get some money or whatever, you know, there, there's other ways for you to get you a couple of dollars. Like I just think that that was so wrong. And you know, you have to answer to God for that because right. that's you know that man is a father and. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like that that even though they say not guilty, that's something that's still going to haunt him for the rest of his life. Absolutely. It's, it's a scarlet mm-hmm. letter. Oh, it's yeah. Really not fair. Because now, everybody's going to always stuff? wonder. Like, I'm not yeah, R. Kelly. It's not fair. Like, yeah, it's just not fair. It's, it's just not fair to him if it didn't happen. Like, I just, I just don't think that it's fair to him that he has to deal with something, you know, like that Absolutely. because he's on TV now or whatever the case is. I just think mm-hmm. that that's wrong. Okay. Oh, see, I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. What's just going to tell it? She's just going to tell it. So now. <laughs> and that's my boy. That's my boy. Like, me and me and DC, I've known Mandy for a really long time. Like, that's my homie. And, um, you know, if you would have personally asked me if I think he did it, I would say no. Okay. Because, you know, he's never had a problem with getting grown women. <laughs> so, I heard that. Now, that dude got a Colgate smile out of this world. That that yes. got a smile that's, on him now. Well, that's new. That that smile is really new. <laughs> 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 like, oh, know, Mendici's got a new smile for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but he right. still didn't have any problem, you know, being a ladies' man back when I knew him. So I don't okay. think that he would need to do that. You know what I'm saying? But right, you know, you just you. never know. But I don't. I don't think so. I don't. Think now, you know I could talk to you all night. This is one thing that I wanted to ask you. Once uh-huh. the book comes out, now the book drops on April 2nd, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you can pre-order Winter's yes. book at loveandhiphopny.com. You can go there and right in the right side of the column, you can go pre-order the book. So go pre-order it because you want to make sure that you have your copy and be in a know <laughs> as soon as it drops. Now and you can go to Amazon. It's on Amazon yes. and it's on lifechangingbooks.net. All right, so make sure you have all that. And say it one more time just in case. Amazon.com and? It's available, yeah, Amazon.com and lifechangingbooks.net. Okay. All right, now also. On Amazon, I think it's grouped with the coldest winter ever. I'm not sure if Amazon thinks that there's, like, some 
relation between that book and myself. I'm not sure, but it's grouped with the coldest winter ever, so you can buy that and the coldest winter ever, and they give you like a discount or something. What, girl? That's a good look. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a <laughs> yeah. classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah. good look, Winter. Oprah gonna be mm-hmm. calling. All I'm saying is, when Oprah call, just uh, call me on three way. Just let me say hi. <laughs> let me say hi. I mean, <laughs> let me say hi and ask for twenty till I get paid. Um, <laughs> okay, so for all of your fans um, that would like to follow you and keep up with you, uh, you know, I already know where everything is, but um, I'll let you go ahead and tell your fans how they can um, stay in touch and keep up with everything Winter Ramos. My Twitter is at Winter Ramos, and my Instagram is at the real Winter Ramos. At the real Winter Ramos. Okay. Now, did you get a new house? Because I saw a picture, yes. and it was beautiful. I did. Thank you. Congratulations. Oh, congrats. I did. I did. Hold on. Let me give you a round of applause. Let me make my ass clap. <laughs> there it is. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I did. I, I yes. had to do that. I had to. That was just something that I had always wanted to do. And, you know, it was just, you know, it's that time. It's time to start a family. It's time to be married. It's time to, you know, it's just time for all that. And I'm opening up a boutique in Pittsburgh. That will be open mid-March. Oh, that's okay. what's up. Yeah. I took all my love hip hop money. <laughs> I know that's right. See, that's, see um, that's one of the things I love about you because you're a go-getter. See, some people get money yeah. and be on that BMF blowing money fast, and then they oh, be waiting no. for tax season, looking for income tax and other people's well, you social read security BMF is in kids. my book too, honey. Read the book. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> read the book. I learned. Let me tell you something. I learned. I learned. Definitely. Oh, man, that is so awesome. I really, yeah. really thank you so much for um, joining us tonight. You have been a pleasure to talk to. And once thank the book you. drops, you have to come back, especially after I read it, because I'm probably going to go through it in one night. So you're going to have to well, come you know, back. You guys, you guys can read my, my bi-weekly column, Ask Winter in the Hip Hop Weekly. That's right, Hip Hop you, Weekly. You'll be cracking up. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> we'll definitely you'll do that. You'll be cracking up. We'll definitely yes. do that. And, um, I'll make sure I try to get that video for you, the one we discussed yes, I earlier. Yes, I see it. I cannot okay. find it. Okay. I will find it for you and shoot it to you, hopefully, if it hasn't been snatched, because, you know, VH1 good for snatching. So, um, I think they keep those up there, though. But for some okay. reason, I every time I go, I, I see the, the picture, like the screenshot of it. Right. But I can never find the video. Okay. I got you. I got you. I'm on the job. Right, cool. I got you. Thank but you. But thank you, Mama, so much for coming through. Yes, and I will make sure um, to continue to support you. And make sure you come back after the book drops. I got make you. Make sure you come back. Okay? Thanks. All right. Have a great night. Thank All you right. so much. Everybody right. with your thank rainbows. You. Okay. I absolutely love Winter. She yes. might be my cousin. <laughs> right? She's my new play cousin. I love it. I love it. Great conversation. Yes. Yep. Absolutely great conversation. Okay. Um. It looks like we have a caller. I'm going to go to line eight one one six. Thanks for calling Ice Cream Confos. Hello, ladies. This is Diva G. How are you? Diva G. How you doing, Boo Thing? What do you do? Yes, I'm staying up way past my bedtime. Y'all know I'll be out and about at this time, so. But I just wanted to say that Miss Winter Ramos and 
you know, y'all know I don't really get into reality TV here lately. But I absolutely love her. She might make me watch a, a couple of shows. I tell you, she's my play she, cousin. <laughs> she was like yeah. keeping it keeping it one hundred. I absolutely love all of her feedback on the other ladies and how she's dealt with them. And she's just trying to give advice, and I hope they kind of take her up on it. So awesome interview. Absolutely. She's a good so. girl. I like her. I like her a lot. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, well, that's my that's my place cousin on my um stepdaddy side. Then okay. Yeah, mm, okay. I might have cousin three times removed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you Aww. go. Well, I really appreciate you staying up past your bedtime to rock with us tonight. Yeah, day. That's what's up. You know, I normally catch the podcast, but I figure I uh, call it. I had a late night. At the salon, y'all know how that that is. So, oh yes, I was watching and rolling with it. But I enjoyed the interview, and thank you guys for bringing her to us because she's an awesome spirit. Oh, thank you very much, Diva. Not a problem. And you guys have a great night, and I will continue to listen. All right, you too. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you. All right. Okay, absolutely love Winter Ramos. She is my play cousin, and I'm buying her something for Christmas. Love Winter. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. She was so funny. Girl, yes, she is. <laughs> she was on some real spit. I'm saying. She was on some real spit, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Okay, yeah, she well, let's jump, into, um, let's jump into this Frank Ocean, six-time Grammy-nominated artist, and then when we come back, we'll jump into this entertainment report. Let's rock. The best song wasn't a single, but you weren't either. Living in Ladera Heights, the Black Beverly Hills, domesticated paradise, palm trees and pools, the water's blue, swallow the pill, keeping it surreal. Whatever you like, whatever feels good. Whatever takes your mountain tonight, keeping it surreal. Not sugar free, my TV ain't HD, that's too real. Grapevine, mango, peaches, and lime. Sweet life, sweet life, sweet life. Sugar free, my TV ain't HD, that's too rare. 
going on ice cream connoisseurs it's your girl diva d of diva d's discussions.com and it is officially time for ice cream conversations entertainment report Okay, I, I'm still like, I just love me some winter. <laughs> okay. I know, yeah. So okay, so we did ask winter about this, but if you aren't aware, Mandisi's Harris of Love and Hip Hop New York, a jury has acquitted him on the various sexual assault charges, like sexual assault, child molestation, prostitution, endangering or welfare of a child, all these different charges that he was facing um, for wow. having inappropriate. Uh, contact with a 15-year-old girl. So, he was acquitted. So, if it didn't fit, you got to acquit. So, yeah. He beat those charges yeah. like Rocky. Unfortunately for Mandisi's, now that he has um, been acquitted of the sexual assault charges, now he's going to be arraigned on federal drug trafficking charges because the feds believe yeah. that Mandisi's and two other gentlemen actually moved about $2.5 million worth of heroin and cocaine. Wow. In Rochester, New York area. Ooh. That's weight. That is weight. weight. Huh? That's, that's they got to use the scale that way to Wells weight. Is that what Jada said? That's what you said. You got to use the scale that way to Wells. Yeah, that mm. is seriously $2 million? Yeah, 2.5 mils. Not just regular 2 million. 2.5. 2.5. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Um, also coming out of the Love and Hip Hop camp, as we spoke to Winter about earlier, um, Tahiri, best known for her backside. She's released a new single. Um, it's titled Devil, featuring Shannon Jones. And the song is loosely based and inspired by her former relationship with rapper Joe Budden. And mm-hmm. then Erica Mina, best known for blacking out at the drop of a dime. Uh, she Child. also released a single. And it's called Where Do I Go From Here? And I'm telling y'all, I was pleasantly surprised because she sounds like J-Lo. I mean, she has one of those. I check that just, joint out. Yeah, she got one of them little soft voices that, you know, with the right production, slip through the cracks, pop off. Hey. Um, <laughs> now, your boy Frank Ocean, you know I love Frank Ocean. I could play cousin too. Yes. My family just growing by the minute. Okay. But Frank Ocean is gracing the cover. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Frank Ocean is gracing the cover the latest issue of New York Times Magazine. Um, inside, he talks about not trusting journalists and just being likable as an artist. He says, here's what I think about music and journalism. The most important thing is to just press play. All in all, I don't trust journalists. He's not talking about me. He's talking about y'all. And I don't think it's a good practice. (laughs) I don't think it's good practice for me to trust journalists. He says, I have no delusions about my likability um, in every scenario. I know that in order to get things done the way you want them done, oftentimes your position will be unpopular. You know, Frank always trying to get real deep about stuff that's just... Yeah, he always getting a little too deep for me sometimes, but I'm still here for his music. Now, oh, absolutely. Speaking of being deep, Frank Ocean reached way down in his soul because, as I always say, God forgives Rick Ross don't, but Frank Ocean does because Frank Ocean said he forgives Chris Brown for twirling with him outside of the studio over a parking lot last was it last <laughs> week, week before last. Um, yeah. Frank Ocean. <laughs> Frank Ocean jumped on his Tumblr account where he often goes to share um, his feelings or, you know, the things that he has going on in his spirit. And he wrote, as a child, I thought if someone jumped on me, it would result in me murdering or mutilating a man. But as a man, I'm not a killer. Yeah, mutilating. I'm like, damn. Somebody didn't hug him enough. Um, He (laughs) says, I'm an artist. And a modern person, I'll choose sanity, no criminal charges, no civil suit, forgiveness. Albeit difficult is wisdom. Peace, albeit trite, is what I want in my short life. Peace. Who uses trite in a sentence? Trite word. Trite. Just Frank. Trite. I'm going to let yeah. cause I, cause I love his music. We're going to let him ride out. Yes, I'm, I'm going to let him marinate on. in the greatest way. I'm going to let him marinate <laughs> in the greatest, most astronomical way because he is Frank Ocean. Um, yeah. But let's talk about Miguel. During a concert in Stockholm, Sweden, Miguel has completely changed my perception of his existence. Now, Girl. <laughs> maybe I need to put on a slow jam before we talk about this. Miguel hopped on stage in Stockholm, Sweden. Where, you know, a lot of times when you go overseas, they let certain things go down, and sometimes they don't. But apparently they let this go down, and I'm not mad at him about it. Miguel hopped on stage, and during his performance, he began to simulate um, some uh, ghetto games on the stage. I'm going to leave it right there. If, if If you like Miguel, you will love him after seeing this. Um... I was a little confused. I felt like I need to get Ja Rule on the line to clear things up for me uh, because 
I've I've never been here for Miguel outside of his music. Yes. But what? Yes, but when I saw that, exactly. I wasn't sure if I was here for him or not, and I just felt a little confused. I had to pray about it, but I'm okay right now. <laughs> I'm just going to stay away so from what? the video. But go to icecreamcombos.com and see this video of Miguel. Lord Jesus is so far. I had to go grab me a cold pop. Okay, Hell so yeah. Madam, <laughs> Madam Tussauds <laughs> um, has unveiled four of the most amazing wax figures of Whitney Houston. And the wax figures are capturing the most memorable moments of her 30-year career. Carla, have you seen these wax figures? Yes. Yes. They are, are you, I, I'm kind of mixed feelings on them. They're, like, they're, they're amazing. Don't get me wrong. But a couple of them have me kind of shook. I don't know. Wax Man. figures. Me kind of... I can't imagine how Sissy and the rest of their family is going to feel standing in front of those wax yeah, For real. Right? I just... The the ones that got next to me the most was the one mm-hmm. with her in the gold I look to you dress, and then the yes. other was yes, yes. with her in the sweatsuit from when she sang at the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, that's the one that three. Word, they be thinking that so it's you too then. That Super mm-hmm. Bowl one got me the most. It. If I was picture the life, figures, I picture being next to it. Girl, those mm-hmm. wax figures look so so. Life like it, it gave me the creeps, and I was just looking at a picture. I can't imagine how it looks in person. Oh my gosh! In the One Mac Wax Museum, I'm telling you, I'm gonna see myself. I see Muhammad Ali, and I like you now. I was trying to, I was ready to take off on the, the outside of it. It just, you know what it is because like, you know it's not them, but it's just weird seeing something so lifelike. And these things right, are like right, the right, right height, size, everything. But yeah, that that was they're amazing though. They're, wow. they're amazing. Hmm. It make me want to have one of myself. Like, like somebody make a wax figure out of me. I end up be looking like the little Kim. They mess around and do mine. But okay, so moving right along. Now you know Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl halftime show. Literally ripped it down. Like, yeah, ripped it down, shredded it up, Murphy. ripped it up, and threw it back up in the air and used her hair follicles to smack it into the audience. She killed it. Now, as yeah, soon as she. As soon as she finished performing, of course, she did bring Destiny's Child on stage for the surprise reunion. I'm going to choke Michelle because Michelle told a hot lie, and I got it on t- She told a hot lie and said that they were not going to be performing with Beyonce. But it was now, cool. It's always good to have a surprise. It was, yeah. it was cool. Yeah, it is. It, it was. was. Cool. So right after she finished tearing down the Super Bowl and blowing out the electrical system in the, in, uh, the Superdome, <laughs> Beyonce Bro. announced her forthcoming tour, and it's called The Mrs. Carter Show, which I think is so cute because she's actually using her married name. Now, the tour will kick off on April 15th in Serbia, and then the American leg will kick off at the Staples Center on June 28th, 2013. Now, they had some advanced sales for the people in the Beehive. You know, I'm not in the Beehive. I don't know nothing about that. But they had advanced sales, and her fans literally crashed her site. And we're talking about wow. Beyonce, so they expect a lot of people, and they crashed the site trying to get tickets. Wow! But wow. now, while everybody was running around singing the praises of Beyonce's Super Bowl performance, Peta was not here for the Queen Bee. Peta uh-huh. was pissed off because Beyonce's outfit, the black and lace, the black leather and lace outfit she wore, was actually mm-hmm. made out of iguana. It was iguana and something else, but they was not here for that. They were super mad. So they released a statement and said, 
we would take a bet that if Beyonce watched our video exposés, she probably would not be seen in anything made of snakes, lizards, rabbits, or any other animal who died painfully. Today's fashions are trending toward humane vegan options, and Beyonce's Super Bowl outfit missed the mark on that score. Let me talk wow. to Peter right quick. I'm going to need y'all to have several seats, because if y'all going to come after her for an iguana and snake, it was, yeah, it was iguana and snake skin, because I remember okay. snake skin getting creeps. If y'all going to come after <laughs> Beyonce for that outfit, but y'all going to let her be great when her and Jay-Z came out with in, in them John Blaze stinking minks at the inauguration, apparently somebody wasn't paying attention for Peter that day. Say word. That's why yeah, I'm like, that. I, I couldn't believe it, that that's what they were after. Yeah, that's what y'all mad about. That's what y'all mad about. Okay. Now, back to the Super Bowl performance. If you watched, yes, we did have a surprise Destiny's Child reunion. And when Michelle popped up out of the floor, (laughs) there was a moment (laughs) of, (laughs) there was just a moment where it was just, I mean, I love Michelle like um, one of my play cousins' homegirls. But Michelle fell short of her goal performing during the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I called her the weakest link. I'm going to be honest. I called her the weakest link. I mean, Michelle (laughs) is cool. She's a sweet person, but she's just not my most favorite person. She is. It is what it is. I'm saying. But I was the only person who felt like she was the weakest link because Keisha Cole came from Michelle. She jumped on on Twitter and said, I think I was frightened to blink for a second. Then Michelle sung and woke my ass up from my days. She always effing up the groove. Why did she say that? Girl, the Beehive and DC3 fans swooped down on Keisha Cole in a way of the Lord swinging his mighty sword and bringing wrath to Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me tell you something. (laughs) They swooped down on Keisha Cole so bad, girl. They were saying stuff like the Super Bowl performance was longer than, uh, lasted longer than Frankie was clean. Girl, they was going in on Keisha Cole so bad on her track, baby. Talking about she was on the perm box. Talking about she was at home while Michelle was on stage performing, which it was stating obvious. I mean, all of us at home. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes, um, so Keisha responds, and she goes, and yes, my mom uses drugs, and yes, it's hard. Yes, I'm from Oakland, and I made it damn far without influential biological parents. But, hey, I love y'all, too, and y'all girl is whack and always will be. Hashtag boss. Later on in the week, I guess people were still going in on Keisha and getting under her skin. Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. listen, you can only be so tough when you got a mob of people yelling hurtful and hateful things at you, period. Right. So Keisha jumps out the window and posts a photo of a $100,000 check and was like, oh, I'm still getting money. See, it's Black History Month. It's Black History Month. You're going to post a $100,000 check, and then you're going to wonder why some goons run up in your house and have your husband tied up? Yes! Yes! I can't believe she did that. Yeah, I'm just asking. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I'll take that back. Mm -hmm. I'm just asking. You know what I'm saying? I'm just asking. So, (laughs) Michelle Williams is much more classy than I am. She's classier than I am because she eloquently responded to all of the haters and sneaked you know, not like a sneak diss, but she sneak replied to Keisha Cole. Um, she jumped on her Facebook page and she wrote, It was an honor to share the stage with my sisters, Kelly and Beyonce, on Sunday night. To all my ladies, we must learn to stick together and support each other. The incredible Alicia Keys, Jennifer Hudson, did an amazing job, too. Thank you to my sister, Beyonce, for sharing your moment with Destiny's Child. Love you. See, that's how you kill people with kindness. 
you gonna hit them yep. with the oh why all black women can't same thing Winter said why yes, we can't play true. together yep why it we can't play true. in the sandbox together somebody always got to throw dirt little Kim eyes why what we can't play together tonight. in the sandbox <laughs> exactly. that's all I'm saying about For that real. Wow. so I mean yeah. that was a very classy move cause I would have been like <laughs> F Keisha Cole I would have been like hashtag F Keisha Cole <laughs> hashtag Frankie Baby. See, you know, okay, I'm gonna stop because you know I can be pretty. I'm yeah, hashtag killer. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm hashtag killer. Yeah. Um, Justin Timberlake, he has unveiled his optical inspired album cover. Girl, this 2020 experience album cover that Justin Timberlake got going on is just as whack as Suit and Tie. And I'm sorry, yeah. y'all think Suit and Tie hot, but I'm just gonna keep it so 100. That song is whack, and so is the album cover. Girl, why is his album cover? You know when you go to the eye doctor, the thing you put your face up to, and he be like, okay, this one or this one. Where he flipping the lenses, and you be like, the first one, this one or this one. And I hate when you. When there's two of them, and you be like, dang, you can't tell the difference. Like, which one was better? And you be like, can you do it again? <laughs> this one? <laughs> or this one? That is what his album cover is. His face up to the this one or this one machine. <laughs> the this Girl, one or this Justin. one machine, though. Yeah, I'm so mad at you right now. This one? Yeah. Or this one? And yeah. I hate it. I'm like, can you, can you do it again? Can you do it again? Oh, all right. <laughs> This one you got the voice though. Why all dentists? I mean, all um, eye doctors talk like that. Optimology. Yeah, all quiet. Like this one. I'll be like, man, let me try that first one one more time. Okay, now do the second one. Okay. Yeah. I'ma just. uh, I'ma go with with the second one. Just F it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Uncle Luke sent an open Mm. letter to Rick Ross, and he's just urging Rick Ross to squash his beef before he end up like Tupac and Biggie. Now, you guys may remember somebody opened fire on Rick Ross as he was uh, driving home on his birthday mm-hmm. uh, down in Florida. But, you know, my thing is I really appreciate Uncle Luke for doing that. I mean, he was like he was on some real talk in the letter. Like it, right. I really felt like I need to put something in his collection plate. Um, the thing that kind of didn't rub me the right way was like before you end up like Biggie and Tupac. Like, listen, don't be putting Rick Ross' name in the same sentence as Biggie and Tupac. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. Not I'm sorry, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I get the point yep. you're trying to make. You know. Yeah, like, but still. Like, and the fact that we still don't, you know me, it's, I still don't believe that whole shooting thing. I mean, they missed, so. It was suspect. All I'm saying yeah. is, how did you miss a big-ass target like that? That's the only <laughs> thing I'm asking. Words. Words. I mean, but yeah, that that left me a little, you know, because he already, you already know, he already think he's Biggie, but you know, it's a whole other, it's a whole other subject. Yeah, I, I, it brought uh. me the wrong way a little. It brought me the wrong way too. I'm be honest, I was all good with his letter until he said that. Yeah, because I'm saying like he he really was putting down some really, um, you know, he really came to him in a very good way, you know, with the letter and thoughts and. You know, the message that he was expressing was very mm-hmm. good. He just lost me right there. Now, yeah. here's something that uh, a lot, shocked a lot of people. Um, Kerry Washington covered Ebony Magazine's scandal issue, mm-hmm. looking fierce. You know, Kerry oh, Washington yeah. is my boo thing. Um, yeah. But inside the magazine, she shared that she almost didn't take the role of Olivia Pope. 
Can you guess why? Wow. Or why she said she almost wasn't going to take the role? She said, she said if the president had been black, she would not have taken the role as Olivia Pope. I'm going to let you digest that for one hot second because if you anything like how I was, I was like, what? What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because mm. Kerry Washington has been known to, um, you know, she got that, that flavor for the uh, – for the white brothers, which is fine, no problem with that, none at all. But right. when I read that headline, like, hold on, she said she wasn't gonna play Olivia Pope. But the president was black. We need to. It's Black History Month. We need to talk. Wow. But here's what, what she about? had to say. I know. I, it just like again, uh, the media can sensationalize because this is what she yeah. actually said inside. Okay. I was a little concerned because the character has a scandalous relationship with with. The occupant of the White House. I thought if the president on the show is black, I will not do the show because to me it was too important a moment. I didn't want to do anything that compromised my relationship with the president, President Obama, or that made it seem like I had an insider view on the Obama presidency. I thought that would be so disrespectful and so against all the work that I had done. Wow. That's a that perfect girl example of sensationalizing. I know. I love what she said. I'm sorry, but that's that's just a perfect perfect example of sensationalizing. If I was ready to be like, Carrie who? Girl, I'm about to flip uh, look, corner. you about to carry who her? Yeah. Look how you gave I'm saying, look how you gave it to me first. Mm-hmm. But that shows not how you gave it to me, but how they presented it. But yeah. yo, I so I respect her so much for that. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Now, see, anybody else would have just jumped on there and not thought nothing of it because the thing is, she works very closely with President Obama. First thing Black folks or anybody else would have said was, ooh, let me find out she's messing with President Obama. Yep. All up in Michelle's face and stuff. Michelle need to just bust her in the mouth. And you you always know how we do. Look, after Black History Month. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry. Wow. T.I. is raising the cover of the Source magazine. Um, he's on their February issue, and inside he's talking about his new role on Identity Thief. Did you know that T.I. was in that movie? Have you seen the previews no. for that? Mm-hmm. Now you, have you seen the previews for the um, movie yet? It's yeah. Identity Thief. Yeah. It has Jason Bateman in it and Homegirl from Bridesmaids. But basically, I guess Homegirl yeah. from Bridesmaids sure, stole Jason Bateman's yeah. uh, identity. It's a comedy, so it's Mm T.I.'s first comedy because, you know, T.I. always play um, the same typical hood, young trilogy, gangster roles in all of his movies, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. he's in this comedy, Identity Thief, and guess what role he's playing in this comedy? A hitman. You know what? Good night. Two steps forward. (laughs) Wait, four steps forward, six steps back. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, I don't know. Whatever room I'm calling from, <laughs> I got broadcast. Oh, come on. And it's first comedy, he's still, oh, damn. <laughs> Be like, I ain't got time to mess with T.I. I got bronchitis. <laughs> now, all of our homeboy, mm, Idris Elba, mm, bless his heart, mm. old and mind, mm-hmm. Jesus. He <laughs> is gracing the cover of um, GQ's British magazine. British GQ magazine. Lord, see, okay. got all twisted. Um, he's uh, racing the geez. March 13th issue. So inside, he's talking about playing Nelson Mandela 
And he's also talking about his hit series where he plays um, the role of Luther, where he's okay. the detective. Yeah, so he's mm-hmm. talking about that. But, you know, overseas he gets mad love because they call him uh, Britain's first son or something, Britain, Britain's British son or something, the U.K., England's first son something. Wow. Yeah, they treat him like a black king over there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he a black king over there. So. Wow. But shout well, out to E3. Black king everywhere. Hey. I was like, you can get it, do you, boy, do you. All right, so um, that concludes our entertainment report for tonight. I want to go ahead and jump into this new joint uh, from TGT, which happens to be Tyree, Genuine, and Tank. And it's called, (laughs) hey, cut it out. It's It's called Sex Never Felt Better. Listen to this song and let me know if they should continue to do music together or if Tyrese need to stay with Transformer and Tank need to still find out um, who his girlfriend creeping with and maybe I deserve and genuine need to get on the pony and gallop away. All right, check this out. You're a fool. What's happening, bitch? What's good tonight? I'd rather show you than tell you what's on my mind. Just clear out the schedule, cause I need some time. I know you got this to do, but baby, tonight. Don't be selfish with your body, baby. This what I've been wanting, baby. So let's get together, you set the time. Just know when you get here and that it's on my mind. Just bring it on.
you know, rate the show. If you take the time to listen to the show, just go, you know, it only take about two, three minutes. Go on over, rate the show. You don't even have to write a comment. Just press five stars. Put us on the map. So um, yeah. we are working very hard to um, always make the show bigger and better, and we're very excited. If you visited the website, you know that I've changed the layout again. Listen, I treat ice cream combos like your house. Sometimes you just got to re- no, rearrange the furniture just to make it feel like something old is something new. So that's what I did. So I hope you all like it. Just wanted to make it as easy as possible for you to get your delicious scoops of entertainment without any type of issues or, you know, obstacles in your way. So um, I'm rambling, and I'm pretty sure that it is the wine, so I'm going to go ahead and head on out. But um, <laughs> thank you again for tuning in, and we will be back here next week, same bat time, same bat station. All right, Booski, you got any uh, co- any uh, comments or shout-outs? Man, shout out to everybody out there getting a This Is How We Do It dance on. Because you either checked and came, or you about to get Already. your income tax. Same. Already. That's it. Yeah. That's my shout out. What you got? All right. That's, you know, uh, uh, I want to give a shout out to people who cluck their tongue in between uh, their senses. Dumb. <laughs> they be like, girl. <laughs> and then I went down you know there and told him, who do you think you're talking to? Because I ain't the one. So I'm going to give a shout-out to people who cluck their tongue in between senses. So shout-out to all of you. May you have an excellent and amazing uh, Black History Month. Please, y'all, once again, pigmented people, be on your best behavior this month because your boy Christopher Dorden done set us back about three years. So, you know. All right. So, <laughs> all right, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have a great, great, awesome weekend and an amazing week. We will see you yeah. back here next Friday to close out the show. Um, I want to take you back, play an old school joint to close out the show, because, um, you know, I'm kind of feeling in a slow jam kind of mood. So I want to play some Tony Tony Tone for y'all. And this was used to be my jam. And a few of you may remember this. A few of you may be too young to recollect the situation, but here it is. This was used to be my jam. I care. All right, y'all. Take care. ICC. We always got. Peace. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.